We are down to just four teams. Two from the OSHA. Two from the 99 Rams. We'll have the Lambo Leapers of Jason Rivers, two-time champion. He'll be facing Kyle Kickers. He uh, has been in the league for a few years, a couple years. I think this might be year three. He finds himself in the final four at 9-4, been the favorite all season. Other side of the bracket, we'll have Sean Sutton of the Duke of Prisoners, long-time uh, member of the league versus another long-time member of the league, Adam Edwards with the Lambs to Rams. We got a full show. We'll talk about the final four. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of Turkey Bowl stats. Those were finally released. And we're going to talk about who wants to win, who wants to lose. See you guys in a second. I definitely, I think I like that song. I think I, Sunday Night Football theme for our theme. That was pretty epic. Final Four. You know, congratulations to these four teams. Anytime you make the Final Four, it starts to become a reality. Like, like you make the playoffs, that's cool, but you're still just kind of dreaming that, man, I hope I can win the championship. But when you make that Final Four, you know, things change. Uh, and I've only been there one time in like the last quite a few years. I think maybe I've been there twice in the last like eight, nine years, something like that. And it's a special time, so you guys enjoy this week. Uh, the fact that you get to feel butterflies, you get to feel, uh, you get to look over your lineup 30 times, uh, you know, be excited that you made it and you got that playoff win. Uh, it's hard to get to the Final Four in this league, It's uh, unless your name's Jason Riggler, I guess. For everyone else, it's pretty difficult. Uh, it's even harder to win it. Uh, but we got four good teams, uh, one kind of a surprise this season. Uh, the other three have been solid, and uh, but we're going to get to that in a minute. First, we're just going to look really quick uh, at some Turkey Bowl stats. These were released, and somebody asked me earlier, Jamie, would you be looking at these if you didn't play so well? I probably wouldn't, I'll be honest with you. But this is something I want to do every year, uh, kind of look at the Turkey Bowl stats. And, and we've all seen them. Uh, just some things I want to point out is, like, I, Cody, I think, was his biggest critic of them all. And I know everybody's, like, ragging him because it's fun to do because uh, he was on the losing team. I'm just going to say the fact that there was a total of 16 touchdowns and one interception between the two quarterbacks, that's pretty insane. I don't think that will happen again. Uh, I said last time when I went that 10-1, and one, you guys remember me throwing a hissy fit, crying like a little girl. Uh, I said that will never happen again. And, you know, uh, it didn't happen again. Cody went 7-1 and one on touchdowns interception, which is huge. On the, I went 9-0. and zero. That won't happen again. I'm, I'm just telling you. That's, that's high-level play of quarterback. And I know some people are saying, uh, I've got a couple of texts, well, I got an interception. Uh, Two-point conversions, you don't count those uh, against the quarterback because uh, it doesn't change possession. Also, on two-point conversions, unless your name's Terry Wilson, you're not going to throw the ball away. You're going to force it um, because it doesn't cost you anything. So you're going to force that ball in there trying to get that, uh, get those two points. Um, I think what we learned uh, from the from the turkey bow is these games were really close. Uh, the first game actually uh, should have ended before it did. We learned that. Uh, we had to score an extra touchdown, it appears. Uh, but it all worked out, thank goodness. Uh, some surprises. Uh, I mean, some things are obvious. Dust McClain, he was the only one who had 201 yards. 
everyone said, oh, Ryan's so bad. Ryan did terrible. Ryan actually was still very good. I think Ryan even said, uh, you know, he was like, how does Dustin, how's he not the first pick next year? Uh, but Ryan had eight catches. Uh, Dustin had more. Eric had more. And Ryan had 160 yards and three touchdowns. So, I mean, if Ryan sucks, then then you all, the rest of you, really suck. He was second in yards, uh, third in catches. So, no reason to knock Ryan. Also, uh, something else to notice is Dustin had help, a little more help than, uh, uh, than uh, Ryan did. Uh, the next closest person in yards was AC on Cody Seaman. That, he had, oh, that was 62 yards. Here's a little fun fact here. AC had zero yards in the first game. So he got 60 in the second game. So not much help out there. Uh, I will say this, uh, and well, let me finish this point. Riggler and Stembridge both also hit the century mark uh, with 100 yards apiece. Uh, that is uh, that is pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, I definitely think uh, I probably had better receivers. No offense to those guys down there at the bottom. Um, I think Eric um, had the best game he's ever had in the turkey bow. Riggler, I don't think I got the ball enough to him. And then Dustin put on a show. Um, most improved, everybody was saying Trevor Youngblood, and I, I definitely think that was it. He caught four out of five targets, had 53 yards and a touchdown, but he also had five tackles, which was third most. AC had the most with 10.5. Closest to him was Dustin. Of course, Dustin's all over the sheet with 6.5. So, you know, overall, when I look at the stat sheet, if you look at just the stats, we look like pretty dang good football players. In regards to film, we're really slow dang good football players. But everyone should be pretty pumped up. Um, I said this uh, last night. There was over, there was, of course, 69 passes caught. There you go, Hayden. So pretty nice. Pretty nice uh, number of completions. And out of 69 balls caught, basically 70, okay? 70 balls dropped. <laughs> yeah, there it is. 70 balls that dropped. Um, sorry, I, I'm, I'm messing everything. Out of 70 balls complete, only five balls dropped. I can't, I can't, I can't do this show anymore. I'm done. I'm retired. So five catches were dropped uh, out of basically 70 completions. I'm just doing the math real quick. That's six. We're just going to round it up to 70. That means less than 9%, 8.5% of the balls were dropped. That's very good uh, for a bunch of old fat dudes. So that's enough on the turkey bow. We've talked about it enough. Uh, one other thing I want to say is um, about that is that was a blast. Uh, that was uh, – that's one of my favorite traditions that we do. That might be more fun than the league itself. I don't know, time of the league. Like I look forward to two days out of the year a little more. Like like they're almost like Christmas, and that's the draft, and that is the uh, that is the turkey bow. And I'm glad that that we've continued doing that. But all right, anyways, we're gonna get on to the update. The four teams. That's all we're talking about. That's all that matters. We'll look at the first matchup here. We have the uh, number one ranked Kyle's kickers. Uh, versus uh, the number four ranked Lambo Leavers. I believe he was number four. That's one and four. If I'm wrong, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, Kyle was one, Jason was four. 
So you look at the projections by ESPN. Uh, ESPN is giving Riggler a pretty good chance here. They're giving him a 47% chance. Of course, that gives Kyle a 53% chance. Kyle's projected to score 112.8 points. Riggler projected to score 106.7. You go to the Fantasy Football Hub. Based on history, okay, big difference here. Uh, Kyle's projected to win by 70%. Uh, his average score this year has been 109, while Jason's average score has been 95. Fantasy Pros ranks uh, Kyle with a 97 score just for Week 15, not overall, but for this week, based on matchups and everything, Kyle's at 97, which is second. Jason's all the way down to 12th uh, with the losers down there uh, within 87. It's actually a three-way tie for 10th. Uh, and 87 is not a bad score at all. The league's just super tight this year. Um, usually it's, you know, a lot more spread out. So, uh, you know, what's my prediction for this game? I've not made my official picks yet uh, for the Pick'em. It looks like there might be some controversy going on over there. Um, you know, everyone's just wanting to pick opposite of Cody. Cody's mad. He's saying you shouldn't be able to uh, pick opposite of him. Um but it is what it is. Um, but the fact is, is who do I think is going to win this game? I think the obvious pick, the easy pick here is Kyle's kickers. I think Kyle's obviously uh, favored in this game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you just look at each matchup. Lamar Jackson is probably better than Ryan Tannehill, right? That, that's no surprise. Lamar Jackson is averaging about three more points a game over Ryan Tannehill. Then you go to Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. Um, and, uh, you know, Eckler coming back from injury has been really solid. But Chubb has been absolutely nasty uh, since he's been back. And he's outscoring uh, Eckler by just a little bit. So I think you get that one to Chubb. And then you get to Alvin Kamara, arguably, uh, you know, the best player in fantasy when healthy. Uh, but don't count Wayne Gallman out. Wayne Gallman has been putting up respectable scores. Alvin Kamara obviously outscores him. Uh, Jason has done a really good job putting a team together through waiver wires, through pickups. Uh, his next wide receiver is Cole Beasley. Uh, as long as John Brown is out, Cole Beasley should continue to thrive. He'll be going up against DeAndre Hopkins, so you have to give that to Hopkins. Uh, Kyle has picked up Russell Gage and inserted him into his lineup. Uh, that's definitely probably the weak spot of Kyle starting. I know Russell Gage had a big game this past week, but they will be playing Tampa Bay. On the other side, you have the Tampa Bay player, for Riggler, which is Mike Evans. And so, you know, you have to give that one to Mike Evans there. So Riggler definitely has the best number one wide receiver. I think two and three or the out of the four receivers starting in the wide receiver positions, I think Riggler has the second and third best. And then Russell Gage is out the fourth. Uh, as far as tight ends, Riggler is going with Eric Ebron in the starting lineup. Uh, you know, of course, this could change. Uh, not particularly Ebron, I'm just saying they could change their starting lineups. And Ebron's one of those gonna get you, you know, not gonna not gonna hit fifteen, but you know, probably gonna put up five or so. And and of course Riggler has Tanyan who has way more upside than uh Eric Ebron. Uh right now Riggler has Brown in the starting uh flex position. Um but they're right now he has uh, saying he is out due to COVID. Uh but he could be available for Sunday's game. Uh, so that's something to manage. Rashard Higgins is who Kyle is going with. Um, so 
can't really call anything there. Uh, Higgins has had two really good weeks, um, and he's hoping he can continue that. Uh, that that you know that those performances, and then Packers, Chargers, Hopkins versus Carlson. We're not going to look deep into those. Uh, if Riggler has to go to his bench in that flex position, uh, you know he's got some some decent options he can look at. Uh, you know he's got uh, uh, the, the the Eagles wide receiver who's uh, I can't think of it, how to pronounce his name real quick. Jalen Rieger. Uh, be honest with you, that's not going to get it done. Devontae Booker is not going to get it done. Henderson Jr. for the Rams probably not going to get it done. Uh, there's a chance that a lot of Lions players could be missing. So I think Danny Amendola might be his best option there um, if that were to happen. Um, Riggler, or sorry, Kyle is definitely the deeper team. Uh, he's got some good players down on his bench that he could roll in. Uh, I wouldn't say good players, but players who are going to put up a few points. Uh, Manuel Sanders is probably going to put up a couple of points at the very least. Um uh, Tyler Boyd, probably the same situation. I'm not saying they're going to win you a game or nothing, but they got more upside than what Riggler has going on. So the easy pick here is Kyle. Uh, Kyle should win this game, but I think you could have said that about Riggler all season long. Uh, I think you know we've said Riggler should lose this game, and then Riggler just finds a way to win. Um, if they played every week, listen to this. It's, it's insane, absolutely insane. If they played every single week, now, what would you expect, right? You would expect who? You would expect Kyle to, to beat Riggler, right? Based on the chart here, Kyle would be, oh, hold on. There we go. Sorry. I don't know. This I told you guys they make this thing so hard to read. But uh, if they played every single week, Scrolling over, Kyle would be ten and four. Okay, so Kyle wins ten times out of four times. I believe that's right, guys. I don't, I don't know. Understand this chart? I'm not going to lie to you, but it looks like Kyle would win ten times out of fourteen times if they played every week, and that's got to be correct because how many more points Kyle has? So yeah, that's right. Kyle would win 10 out of 4 games, or 10 out of 14 games. So Riggler just needs to be able to steal one. So that moves us to our next uh, game, uh, Paducah Prisoners and Lambs to Rams. We're going to get to everybody's pick, who they want to win and they want to lose here in just a minute. Uh, the Paducah Prisoners is Sean Sutton, who has never won it. Here's the thing. None of these teams have won it besides Riggler. So if Riggler loses this week, we will have a new champion. Uh, Sean is... Uh, Projected to let me pull this up. Sean is projected to win this game uh, by 55 percent. Adam Edwards at 45 percent, according to uh, ESPN. Uh, the Hub is calling it a 55 percent for Fats to 44 percent or 45 percent view roundup for Sean. Um, so really tight game is what they're calling. If you look at Fantasy Pros and you look at Week 15, Sean's the best-rated team at 100. Fats is down at fourth, but with 95. So they're both really solid teams going into this week. You start looking at matchups, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Uh, you want to say, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to beat Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's playing the Falcons. So that is a great matchup for Fats to have this week. Um, 
at running back position, uh, Sean will be rolling with Jeff Wilson, who's put up respectable scores the last uh, couple of weeks. Not great, and you would be worried, but you know, Fats is rolling with Leonard Fournette unless uh, you know unless he makes that change for Latavius Murray or Adrian Peterson. So tough call there. Sean also could swap out Jeff Wilson. He's got like Gus Edwards and Chase Edmonds on his bench. So you know nothing. Nothing you can't make an argument against for uh, any of those guys. Like maybe Chase Edmonds gets loose and scores a touchdown, or maybe Gus Edwards gets a couple of goal line carries. Uh, their other running backs are a lot better. Uh, Josh Jacobs uh, for Sean, who is uh, kind of not done as well. He's been uh, dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, I believe he would be playing tonight if Sean leaves him in his lineup. Uh, but he's been a he's been a stud all season. I think Sean has to roll with him. He'll be going up against James Robinson of Fats, who I think is slightly better at this point uh, in the year. And then you get to the receivers, which is where they are both very good in the tight end position. Um, Sean, of course, has DK Metcalf, who's been the third best wide receiver all season, putting up double digits almost every week, but just two of them. He'll be going up against Tyreek Hill. Both of those guys have the potential to score massive points. Um, Tyreek Hill playing against the Saints, which, you know, you think, well, maybe it'll be a shootout. And Metcalf playing against Washington, who's not a terrible defense. Uh, and sometimes Seattle can get stalled, but I, I expect good performances from both of those teams. Uh, Jarvis Landry is going to be playing uh, the New York Giants, which is a great matchup for um, Sean. But also you have Cooper Cup on the other side playing against the Jets. And so another one of those kind of toss-up. Travis Kelsey will be playing uh, the Saints for Sean. Mark Andrews, you know, you think, oh, the Kelsey, that's, that's such a uh, huge advantage. And it is, but Mark Andrews has uh, been able to put up last couple of scores, except the Dallas game that he missed and the Pittsburgh game. He was putting up 10, 18, 9, uh, and he's had some big games. So uh, obviously Travis Kelsey is an advantage there over Mark Andrews, but not as bad as it could be. And then Sean, I guess, is going to roll with uh, T.Y. Hilton, who has resurrected from the dead. And if that continues, Sean's going to be a very tough out. Uh, Fads is, uh, looks like he's rolling with D.J. Chark. Uh, could he make a change for one of his other guys? Could he throw McCole Hardman in there? He's picked up off waivers recently, uh, who had a huge game uh, uh, a few weeks ago and put up nine points this past week. Uh, you know, you just we'll see what happens there. And then Vikings versus Rams. Uh, Vikings playing Chicago, good matchup. Rams, Jets, and then uh, Sean, of course, has the best kicker in the history of football, and Justin Tucker. Uh, this game is tight, but I think Travis Kelsey puts Sean over the edge. Uh, I'm not saying that's my pick on pick, but um, that that definitely helps Sean. So I, I do think Sean is probably definitely favored. I hate to say that about the 99 Rams, but that's just the reality of the situation. So let's go ahead do one more thing here and then we'll be done. Uh, we are almost 20 minutes in, so I'm going to try to make this a 20 minute show. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Uh, it's just less to talk about when there's only uh, four teams. Uh, so a couple of responses about who they want to win. And this is who I got. People want, and I've got one, two, three, four. I got five people responded. Okay. Out of Jason, Kyle, Fats, and Sean, three people said they want Adam Edwards to win, and I'm going to make it four. 
I want Adam Edwards to win. I'm going to tell you why. And AC actually wrote a response to of why he wanted Adam Edwards to win. Adam Edwards has been in our league almost since the beginning. I don't even know if he listens to these podcasts. I know he used to read the updates. I have no idea. I talked to Adam Edwards one day out of the year ever. I never, I never even know if I have his right phone number, okay? He's kind of the, I don't want to say he's the outsider of the group because we all love him. But the fact he has been kind of on the outside, okay? He he's, he's doesn't hang out. He doesn't play in the turkey bow with the rest of us. But he is so important to this league. You just think, oh, there's Fats. Without him not being in this league would be weird. Booty was kind of like this. He was kind of an outsider. But Fats has withstood the test of time. Booty lasted just three or four years. And Fats has some really bad teams. I'm just, just shooting you straight, Fats. All right? if you listen, I don't even know if he listens, like I said. And even though he's been kind of the outsider, and even though he's had really bad teams, he always updates his team. He always puts in a good lineup. He's always active. And those are the kind of members that makes this league great. Fats is the kind of member that I love having in this league. He has earned it. If I can't win it, I want him to win it. I obviously can't win it. I want Fats to win it. He suffered the uh, mid to late 2000s St. Louis Rams with me. Uh, He suffered through the early 2010s. Uh, to when they moved with me, I want Fats to win it. He has earned it. He has been a huge cornerstone to this league. Uh, and we appreciate his efforts. I think that's why a lot of people are picking him. They want him to win. Uh, Sean did pick himself. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, AC also said Kyle because he thinks it would be funny. He said Fats or Kyle. He said uh, because teams like me. Uh, have worked for like 15 years trying to win this, not 15, but close to it, right? Uh, have worked 15 years trying to win this league, and, and you can't. And then Kyle rolling in here in like two years and winning it would be humorous. Um, someone else said Sean. I believe that was Eric. Eric gave Sean a vote. Uh, that's a good that's a good friend, maybe because he's blind or something. Who do people want to lose? One person said they don't want Sean to win. The rest said Jason. And it was all for the same reason. Jason has won two. We don't want people winning multiple ones. Uh, we don't want to see him winning three. I'll be honest with you. I would rather Jason win one than Kyle. And that's no offense to Kyle. It's it's the, it's the reason I don't want Kyle to win one. It's the reason AC wants him to win one. I've been working for this for 15 years. And for Kyle to roll in here and in two years or three years win this league would be very tough for me to deal with. It's really not a Kyle thing. It's more of about me thing. Uh, as the ESPN Josh Allen hater said earlier this week. All right. Well, guys, that's going to do it. Uh, we've got this week and one more week and we're going to crown a new champion. Um, I said uh, earlier I think it's going to be between Kyle and Sean. I really do. Who do I think is going to win it all? I'll have to look at matchups. I think Kyle's probably favored to win it. Sean's got really good matchups. Uh, if I'm just guessing this week, I'm going Kyle's probably going to win it. Um, of course, that's not my pick. I'll make a little closer look next week. Appreciate you guys listening in. It's a pretty good show. 24-minute show. Uh, but we'll see you guys later. Hope you enjoyed it. This KIB show brought to you by Sundrop. Riley's Livestock. 
Williams Comfort Trucking. Uh, who's our other businesses? Can't name your name of your church right now, Dustin. Why can't Purpose Church? Goodness gracious, Purpose Church. Give them a shout out. Preferred Safety, Bright Rug, all those guys. We appreciate you guys. Linwood Motors. Is it Linwood Fats? Is that who you work with? Yes. We will get off of here. Appreciate you guys. We'll see y'all later.